name is Michael Rosso. This is the Film Photography Podcast. Welcome to FPP, episode number 112, November 1st. 2047. Welcome to the future. 2014. I'm very happy to be here. The internet radio show for people who love to shoot film. And I'm sitting here with Matt Mirage. Hey, how's it going, guys? Dane Johnson. Yo, yo. Mark Dalzell. Yep. Leslie Lazenby. Hello. And John Fidelli. Hey. And on today's show, this is going to be the Mark Dalzellapalooza. Uh-huh. We're going to talk about a lot of, uh, well, where, where are your topics? Hmm. Leslie yeah. topics, Tom Mark. Oh. Mark's going to be talking about this Rico 300 plus 519. Suave. Mark's going to be talking about something called a groove book. I guess Ooh. it's something you do. Yeah. Kids are super into it. Ooh. And that's all. What else you got? Oh, man. That's it for me. For me. Oh, that's it for you for today. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Shmina Color 125. Why do we all love, love it. it so much? Love it. I can talk about that. And Kodak Black and White 400C and A Farewell. Hmm. This? We already said goodbye to that. Yeah, we did already. Oh. We announced <laughs> that it was going away. Well, we didn't we get. We put Dean's picture on the box and everything. That's right. That sure and lots did. other when we return right after this quick message. Here's a thrill beyond compare. That first look at the big city. And because these young men have a brownie star camera, they'll see more, learn more, have more to remember. East side, west side, all around the town. They're getting the fun on film. Wait till the gang back home sees this one. Indoors too, as in the Museum of Natural History, there's lots to see, lots to remember. And their brownie star camera saves it all. Now the big stem, as the boys get their first fling on Broadway. Home again, they're the envy of every kid on the block, thanks to a camera that costs less than $10. Right now, some boy or girl you know would give the world for a brownie star camera. There are three models to choose from, and you couldn't find a better gift. Hey, FPP listeners, some really, really great news. The FPP online store, filmphotographystore.com, we now stock darkroom supplies. So if you're already in the darkroom or if you've been thinking about it, now's the time to go to the FPP site. We are now stocking tanks and reels, Kodak D76 black and white developer, Kodak fixer, and the home C41 Unicolor kit. That's right. You can do your very own color negative development right in your home. It's so easy. Folks that have been listening and kind of following along as all of us here at the FPP have started doing our own color, everyone has been so pleasantly surprised of how easy it really is. So jump on over to the filmphotographyproject.com, click the store tab, and check out our darkroom supplies, as well as all of our hand-rolled 35mm film, Kodak Laris film, Fuji film, 110 film, and of course our huge selection of 620 film. Awesome! Thanks very much. Let's get back to some show. Hey, Mark. 
How's it going? Super. I understand that you have some two Rico cameras with some you. Some two Rico yeah. cameras, yeah. Suave. What are they all about? I've got the Rico 300 and the Rico 519. Where are they? They're right here in front of me. In the oh, those with the, with the under yank. Yeah, they're just kind of that classic uh-huh. 50s heavy metal rangefinder. They're just solid, feel good. Yeah, Rico is kind of like the black sheep of the camera family because... Hmm. Were they like a, like, a, like a knockoff company? Well, yeah, they have this kind of negative connotation. They never what? really they never got as big as Canon Nikon. No. Minolta. The um, the first one I got here, the three hundred, this came out mid fifties. Forty five millimeter forty five millimeter lens. Two eight is your fastest speed. But it's got a full range of shutter speed. Goes uh, F two eight to twenty two, full range of shutter speeds from uh, uh, tenth does it have one one second? It does. It'll do one one, one minute of a minute. That's good. Which is my favorite. <laughs> um, including bulb, uh, and it's got all your usual stuff that you would have, you know, on a rangefinder. The rangefinder is pretty clear on it. Um, it's got your little index finger focuser. Oh, Ooh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But otherwise, it's it's pretty unremarkable. Um, when, where did you hear about that? I heard about this as I was walking past it laying in the dirt at a flea market. Oh. <laughs> oh. It, looks, it looks rather mm. futuristic. It's an English town find? Well, considering, yes, yeah, I got oh, nice. literally a guy selling car parts on a tarp on the ground, and this was laying in the middle of it all for some reason. Um, yeah, considering it's, the, you know, considering it's the 50s, it's a little chintzier feeling than the, like the cannons oh, of yeah. the same era. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Have you seen any of those, Leslie? Rico? Yeah. Not this particular model, but Rico in general, yes. Well, so yeah, um, so the 300 was the just the way that battery? they the way that they've um, like media blasted the, the, the metal. It looks like, <laughs> media blasted. Yeah, it looks like pressed tin, like it looks like the old Kodak signets, yeah, which were sort of cheap. Yep, but it's not oh, yeah. that. It's, it's actually really nice casting, but it just, mm-hmm. for some reason it looks kind of cheap. Um, but it's a good camera. I've used it. Um, I like it. It's solid. The 300. Awesome. Yeah is the gateway camera just that I can get through so I can talk about the other one. Oh, oh, there's another one. So the 300... What uh, made you want to buy this? Because you already had the oh, Minolta 5, right? Mission, though, right? Well, it's literally... Save yeah, it. I mean, it's, it's my usual thing. I saw it, I didn't have it, and it was cheap. How cheap? Uh, five uh, bucks, I think. It was a little dirty. Five bucks? Yeah, it was a little dirty. I think it worked even, you know, right out of... And honestly, I loved it until I got this one, which this one I got... At speaking of California, I got this at used camera store. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do they sell there? Yeah, exactly. That's my favorite used camera store, and I can never remember. I can never remember the name. Used of the store, camera store. Just used camera store, isn't it? I forget. Yeah, used camera store. Oh, you're funny. So the, the the next camera they made after the 300 was the 500, which mm-hmm. was an upgraded version. The one that I have in my hand is called the 519. And it's not the 519. If you look at the top of it. Oh, uh, yeah. Five it's all written out. out. Yeah. Oh, in cursive. Oh, yeah. Not to be confused with the that 519. Costs money. It's like the address on a mansion. That's <laughs> right. It's, actually, it's literally, this camera is called the 519 Deluxe. That's the name. Oh, it is. Deluxe. So the cool thing about this one is everything I just said about the 300, but this one is an F1.9. Mm-hmm. Nice. Super fast. That's cool. Yeah. So it's the 500, but the 1.9 version, so that's why they call it the 519. Oh. Um, super fast 1.9 lens. It's got the little, uh, the mm-hmm. little wing. Oh, focuser. yeah. That's the oh, always cool. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Why didn't that ever catch on? Everybody likes that. I don't know. I works well. Rock and but roll. The coolest feature about this camera is it's got the trigger winder on the bottom. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that awesome. Canon right. reflex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or my... Um, 
Which of them? Those can be pretty fast. Uh, the yeah, reflex. Yeah, that's 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 um, so what you can do with this is you wind it with your left hand from the bottom and then shoot from the right. Mm -hmm. Holy smoke. Feels very solid. Yeah. There's no hesitation in it. I'm a big fan Sounds of trigger good. winders. Yeah. That's, yeah. Sweet. Cool. that's nice. And then, uh, there's actually a cutout in the, the case for it as well. Oh, so from when, where you, it fits. when you have a proper case, the, the trigger pops out the bottom of the case. Uh, oh, sweet. Yeah. So you can shoot it. With that's the, interesting. The case on. Shoot and then that just folds up anyway. It's a funky looking hot shoe. It's no, it is. hot shoe. It's yeah. Standard. Cool. Um, yeah, and otherwise, uh, yeah, otherwise, basically everything's the same. This one you're going from... Uh, uh, 1.9 up to uh, 16. Is it, uh, yes, yeah, EV system, so ah. I can't convert what they're talking about. But oh, here we go. I'm looking at the wrong thing. It's got you know MX shutter, so it's X synced. Um, it's uh, again a 45. Hold that baby up. 45 millimeter lens. <laughs> um, Ooh, and there you go. So this came out 58. This was a pretty limited production. They only made a few thousand of them. I've, I've read 3,500. Which wow. is a pretty small production for. Uh, wow, look at what'd you pay that for that? Beautiful. Uh, Ooh, may I see the, the top where the letter is? Yes. That's oh, the guy threw it all in. I actually I got this one when I was there alone before the previous. Oh, I see. When I was there with the guys, <laughs> that's the second time. But he has these big shelves in the store that he has everything sorted by decade, basically. Mm. So he has really? the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and this was oh, that sitting in the middle of the 50s shelf. Things did not look very organized in that store outside of that one that shelf. Was sit, that was sitting in a shelf labeled 50s. Yeah. How sweet. This looks really smooth, like it's going to drive you nuts to get it open. And yeah. it oh, look at that. It just comes really right out. Nice. One that they've got on, uh, on this one, too. Have you shot with either of these cameras? Both. Uh, yeah, I love them. You do? They're great, yeah. Now, is, is your go-to camera the camera that happens to be new, like the one that you cleaned up? Like, what, what is your mm. go-to camera? Or it just rotates always? I have, I have a long, complicated list of what camera I take. Depending on if I'm going somewhere, like, dirty, that I don't want to bring the rolly fleck, but I'm usually trying to shoot something different. And nowadays, mm. I'm trying to shoot something different with a different film in it, too. So I'm mixing up the film. And there you go. Mm -hmm. You don't want to see this, do you? I want to take a hold. You know, Ricoh, they're really known for their, their cameras, but Ricoh's actually still making cameras. Ricoh, oh. uh, Ricoh Imaging uh, currently makes all the Pentax digital cameras mm. and the high-end medium format cameras. Wow. So they're still out there. So I just thought it was Ricoh, but... Yeah. They make scanners? They make, like, I'm printers. And stuff. Uh, they make printers. They, they really they made make it with, scanners. like, the laser jet yeah. and uh, any of the mm. toner-based printers. Right. Right. Very right. bunch of businesses. That's right. But, yeah, uh, their, their newest thing is that... Uh, I only know because I, I got to play with it. The 645, it's a medium format digital camera mm. thing they make for Pentax now. They're trying to come back. So, mm. But growing up, it was just a like a totally peripheral thing. Growing up, not really knowing anything about cameras, not knowing about photographers, when I heard the name Rico, no offense, it was kind of like, like, it was like hearing the word Hyundai. Like it gives yeah. you a certain... Um, Predisposition, yeah, yeah to and, it. Yeah. You, know, you sort of feel like, ah, Rico, yeah, they're nice, you know, they're fine. But um, yeah, it has that sort of vibe to it. But this is excellent 50s Japanese mechanical engine. It seems really solid, yeah. yeah. The good. lenses look great. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a like a cheap plastic 80s Ricoh branded right. SLR. And the, the trigger winder is different than the standard trigger winders I'm used to. Those are just straight line on the bottom plate. This is actually kind of like oh, wrapping around. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of cool. And it's not like the, uh, uh, what's that Canonet that you and I have? Has <coughs> the winder on the, has the bottom on the, uh, that winds back towards you. Oh, is it, is it one of the Canonets like uh, the 1.9? Yeah, I think it's the 19. Why don't we I call it being on the bottom? Do you? There's one, that, there's one that I have. I thought Mike, Mike Canaflex is on the bottom. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. 
-hmm. and then the Ansco mark, which is on the bottom, and it, and it winds towards you. This one winds away from you, basically. Mm. So there you go. That is the Rico 519. Thank you very much, Mark. Thank nice. you for your report. Hey, yeah. Good to see you. Hey, good to see you. Hey, hey you have a safe drive home now. Yeah. You know? When we come <laughs> back, stop by. I'm just shooting them away yeah. now. Thanks, Thanks, Mark. Thanks. When we come back, <laughs> we're going to read a listener letter. Okay. Hey, this is Mike. And I'm here to talk about Kodak Vision 3 35mm film. And you've heard some chatter right here on the Film Photography Podcast. And you may be saying, what is it? It is 35mm motion picture film. The very same film shot in Hollywood in motion pictures. And the FPP is buying this film direct from Eastman Kodak. And right in our FPP studio, I've been cutting it down into 27 exposure cartridges. You may be asking, why? Because the film is so awesome. And although there are other great Kodak stocks out there like Ektar and Portra, I think we all like freedom, freedom of, of choice. choice. The idea that we could pop a new film or a new to us film into our camera and experience what it's like to shoot. And the three films that are currently available right here in the FPP store, they're all Kodak Vision 3 films. The first is 50D. That's a daylight film, 50 ISO. It's amazing because it's so crisp. And the Vision stocks capture so much detail in the shadow areas. It's a wonderful film. For a little boost, I recommend the 250D. That's a 250 ISO film that gives you a little more speed. Most remarkable is the 500T film. This is a tungsten indoor light based film. Perfect, perfect film if you're a event photographer or shooting indoors, let's say in a family dinner situation or something that's indoors or where there's mixed light, but most of it is indoor light. Now this 500T film with an 85 filter, orange filter over your lens can also be shot in daylight. So it's an incredibly versatile, awesome film for those who need some speed. In the past, what has kept these films out of our hands is the notorious Ramjet. This is the black carbon-based layer that's on the non-emotion side of the film that's designed to help the film in transport when it's in a 35mm motion picture camera. Protects the film while it's running through at 24 frames per second. And this has kept this film out of our hands because there was no way to process it. But now, for those of you who are using our very own Unicolor C41 kit... You could process it at home. We have instructions right on our website, the additional step you need to do if you are processing yourself. But the biggest breaking news is that if you're not processing yourself, which is probably the majority of folks who are listening right now, you could shoot this film and send it to the Little Film Lab in California. That's right, the Little Film Lab. And each roll of Vision 3 film, whichever flavor you like, We'll ship out with a piece of paper of where you can send this for processing. Mind-numbing news, because we can now all try the Kodak Vision 3 film. And you're going to be hearing about it here on the FPP. So, so get shooting and stay tuned. Thank you much. Hey. 
Hey, we're back. Wow. Oh, I know who that is. Do you? Yes. Hello, FPP. <laughs> I have to read it like it's written. Because it's just a big fat writing. Anyway. <laughs> I wanted to mail you a handwritten letter for uh, by the time I saw that you wanted them for the deadline. <laughs> little deadline. Zooming near, and there was no way to get one to you. So I settled for the next best thing, an emailed handwritten letter. Ah. Ah. Um. Hope you can read my handwriting, (laughs) for the most part. I'm Carrie Bush, and you all have met me because I was at the FPP Walking Workshop in Findlay this year. Yes. Hey, Carrie. That workshop, by the way, was one of the highlights of my summer. She took a cruise to to uh, Alaska, and she still said this was a highlight of her summer. I learned so much and met absolutely amazing people. Thank you all. You're welcome. Anyway, I'm a senior at Bluffton University under the tutelage of Andre Bumgardner. Though, unfortunately, I already have taken film photo, so I don't get to use any of the awesome cameras you sent out. My major is graphic design, and my minor is in photography. If Bluffton offered a major in photo, I would be all over it, but they don't, so I have to stick with it as a minor. Also, lately, I've been shooting with the Polaroid One Step I want at your workshop. Oh. oh. As well as my trusty, but digital Nikon N990. We don't talk about that guy. What with school and work and all, I haven't had time to shoot much film. Um... What a shame, but what can you do? I must go. Carrie Bush. Yay. Unknown Yay. daughter of George W. That's Thanks, right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Carrie. <laughs> Thanks. Well, that's great. Thank you well, for having me. Carrie good to just see. told me, too, that she's got an internship at one of the uh, local photo studios in Findlay. So, oh, cool. Yeah. By the way, if you want to write in your very own handwritten letter, you could scan it and email us to <laughs> podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. What? 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 Or s- print it out and mail it to himself. Or send it to P.O. Box 152, Butler, New Jersey, 07405. We also oh. accept treats and various other things. Yes. Uh, speaking of treats, if you wouldn't mind, Dane, right yeah. behind you is a box from our good friend, Nasir. Oh, all the way from England, from Oxford. Oh, all the way from Oxford University. Wow. England. We oh, man. Oh. We have here? Oh, oh those chews. Loads of chews. Yes. Loads of chews. <laughs> loads of chews. Get your chew on now. We have some loads of sweet. That's right. 40% extra metric, though. Oh, look, and then there's a letter. Yeah, just give us the box. Uh, yeah, why don't you, you guys do take the, the talking? Yeah. Yeah. Let me just see what's over there. Enclosed are the two rolls of tech pan that you kindly sent me to test, along with more? some tasty goodies for you and the gang to share. Uh, so I guess he sent you some film to them. The Oxford Address book is for you and is limited edition, not available in the shops. Whoa. I designed and produced a batch of them in the early 90s as a personal project. All of the photography was shot on chrome film and hand processed in the lab I work at. E6 supposed to. Formats used were 35mm medium and large format, but you can't really tell from the reprocess. The image for the letter A was made with my Wista 5x4. Oh, so there's... Where's this thing at? There's, where is this there's thing? Oh, there's the A. So he actually took a picture of that, and that's... Wow. Mm-hmm. Here we call with a 5 four. Five. Yes. Ah. <laughs> Notice the deep blue in the sky, which yes. is achieved by using tungsten film. Oh. That's pretty cool. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're saying that in this he, book... These are all his photos. He made his own date book. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's yours to keep. 
we're going to be fighting over that. Nice stuff yeah. as usual. I yes. thought you might find this address book useful because when you store your contacts in this, you don't have to worry about backing it up or losing your data unlike your not-so-smartphone. Hopefully you've had a fun and relaxing summer break. I look forward to new shoes in a couple of weeks. Two weeks, two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks. You sound like a bird in this ear. Cheers. Enjoy your little camera. Cheers, dude. Thanks oh, for yeah. all the goodies. Oh, my God. It's, oh, it's definitely a little. Beautiful, nice. beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, thank you very much. I like, yeah. the orange, yeah. I like the orange penguins. Ooh, orange penguin. Yeah. You guys confer on that book. Yeah. Well... Here, this will make you have a different board. You know, there's nothing. Uh, there's nothing that he puts up there that I don't like. All excellent work. He took that photo. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He took it. He actually just started posting a bunch of uh, X-ray film work too. He was doing a. Hmm. He's working with hot lights and stuff. Beautiful, oh, wow. beautiful imagery. So, huh. so this is from our good friend Nasir. Mm. Nasir have a last name? Hamid. Yeah. Hamid. Hamid. Follow him on. on oh, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I follow yeah. him on Flickr and Facebook. I believe, so. John, that we met Nasir twice. Mm-hmm. Yes. 2011 and 2012. Yes. He showed up both times. And John is saying, oh, we need to go back. Definitely. He's a bigger fan of the Smooth Sailors than we are. He was humming too. Yeah, he was like, hey, oh, oh, what's like, what's the song? Like, you can hum a Smooth Sailors song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are these McVitie's penguins? <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> They're like chocolate orange Kit Kat. What's, oh, so, what's his Flickr name? Chocolate orange? Uh, Nasser. Boss, Nasser? No. No, Boss. Boss, 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 boss Nasser. Nasser. Yeah, you should check out. Boss If you're not familiar with his work, you should check out his Flickr yeah, yeah, yeah. street. If you want to learn what just good, good, solid portraiture looks like, check out Because he's out on the street every Whoa. lunchtime yeah. taking photos of well, people. And he's near campus, so he gets all the... He gets uh, there's, there's some oh, yeah. shots of like he'll just and go to shops and like get the uh, the owners or the people working in the shops. I was really impressed with him when we were walking around London. Is He's... He's one of those photographers who's brave enough that we... Oh, he'll walk up to anybody. Excuse, yeah. me, excuse me, do you mind if I take your picture and yeah. expose these people mm. and take their picture? Yeah, he's, he's got it all down. Mm. Hey, open those Kit Kats. I feel like I'm going to get punched. Oh. Yeah, crack those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are awesome. Well, thanks, Nasiri. Don't awesome. punch. Yeah. Those are the penguins we've got here. Do we need some other photos? I think this just needs to be poured out. Yeah, what chocolate? Let's see that. Whoa! <laughs> oh, this is going to pull some teeth out right here. Ooh, banana skids! Oh, fudgy bar. Yeah. Hey, we're going to be right back. We'll talk about what's called a groove book. Hey, everybody, it's Mike. It's that time of year where you're like, Oh, my God. I have to buy so-and-so a gift. What? Am I going to get them? (laughs) Well, the FPP has put together a few gift packages that may make the ideal gift for your friend or maybe for yourself. How about a Polaroid automatic land camera outfit? That's right, a Polaroid automatic land camera, a pack of film, a flash, all packaged beautifully in the original Polaroid carrying case. So for you or your friends that have not yet explored the Polaroid automatic land camera photography, that's the, as we call it, the crack and peel, where you pull the film out of the side of the camera, wait a minute, and then peel your print. It's amazing fun, and we now carry full outfits. For your friends that shoot 35mm, how about Eastman X black and white film, 19 rolls, packaged in a beautiful, authentic Eastman Kodak film can. That's right. That's the original Eastman Kodak Double X can. These are very limited. It's an awesome gift idea for that photographer that has everything. I just wanted to let everyone know that these items are now in the store for the holiday season only. So please do check it out. Filmphotographystore.com 
which is part of our main website. Let's get back to more show. Hey, man. Hey, Mark. Hey. <laughs> you know, you've been talking about a groove book for the longest time, and I don't know, is, is it like playing Twister? What is it? <laughs> this, this is sort of like a combination of the book of the month and the uh, website of the month. But Groovebook is this new hip <laughs> app that's out that mm. you can get for iPhone or Android. And basically what it is, is it's just a simple little app. Oh, it's an app. It's an app. And all, you, all it does is uh, it costs you $2.99, $3 a month. Money. Money. <laughs> so it's $3 a month. You just have to take a picture of it yet. Oh, you're looking at it. It's, uh, it's $3 a month. And what you get for that is once a month you can... Select a hundred pictures on your phone, and I know what you're saying is, wait a minute, that's not analog. So what you do is you upload a hundred pictures, Dropbox or whatever, onto your phone. Select those hundred pictures, and they will mail you a book. Wow! This complete photo book. Oh, color prints! Wow. So yeah, it's color. The, the, the quality of the printing is excellent when you get some of my Rolly Flex really pictures. Really nice. The printing is excellent. Mm-hmm. It looks like mm-hmm. just like a little lab preview book mm-hmm. that you get. Yeah. Yeah. And and these are. Um, that's three dollars. $3. Postage wow. included. Postage included. Or is it $3 plus $12 $3 postage? included. <laughs> yep. And if you, uh, so, so you, you the, get, you basically get one yeah. free book. Why is there a chunk taken out of it? Well, oh, that's this groove, this is the way they're able to ship them so cheaply. This is their little patented thing. Having that groove cut in allows the book to be flexible so they can send this as media mail. So this it's probably not, costs them 20 cents. Let me hold that. Ah, oh, no, but not 20 cents. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. So for, three bucks, so for three bucks a month, you get your free book. And uh, it's 100 pages. They're perforated, so you can tear them out like postcards. Ooh, that's um, cool. If you want more, like, so that, that book you're holding in your hand is actually the, my, uh, my Findlay Walking Workshop book. Wow, so that's cool. Put together. This one I've got is just 100 pictures of uh. my daughter. <laughs> uh, so what you can do is if you Jesus. put together a book you like, like this 100 pictures of my daughter... Is and, and, my, and they send me a, a free copy of it. If I want to send a copy to my mother, to my sister, to my aunt, or whatever, it's just three dollars, three dollars, three dollars. You That's type cool. in their address, and it'll, they'll just mail them to them <clears throat> for three dollars. That's yeah, groovy. How can, they, how can they do that for three bucks? Yeah, they, they, how do they do it? A hundred page, <laughs> yeah, a hundred page glossy photo book for three dollars. So it does have a date, oh. date and time stamp. It's not off your iPad, it's just a phone now. Oh no, anything. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you can do it with iPad? iPad, Android. Oh, nice. Kindle Fire, probably your Windows Surface, anything. So that's that's Groovebook. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I'm going to start that up. And because they're perforated, you can tear them out. I was actually, at, you know, at my store, at my guitar store, I was talking to uh, a couple of the te- my guitar teachers who were there about it, and we were kind of brainstorming. What we were saying is, for three dollars, if you had a gig coming up, if you just upload uh. one image. They'll send you a book of a hundred pages of that. Yeah. Oh! So you can make up a postcard for your gig. Just, just write on the back and stamp it and go. It's big enough. Yep. Wow! So you could upload one picture and click. So if you upload, so it's a hundred pages. So yeah. If you upload fifty pictures, they'll just double everything. Yeah. Like I, I, um, I did one of these where I accidentally only uploaded ninety-nine pictures. So the, so oh. the first picture is it was a repeat. Yeah. So, but that's all. Will it do it? Will it do them sequentially, Excellent. like, or will it do all, all of them and then restart no over? Order. The only time I've done it was it did the, the first page was doubled. So I don't know how it is. And that's the only problem is I haven't been able to figure out the order that they upload them because what I want to do the my other thing that I came up with was I want to do a flipbook, but I can't figure out the order that they print. Is it, it alphabetically? Is yeah. it by oh, date? Because right. they claim it's yeah. by. By file creation date, oh, okay. but it didn't seem to work. Yeah, that'd be cool. You could do like a Lomo Kino flip. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. For $3. Yeah, I was going to send my Lomo Kino. I don't do it. Yeah, you should just 
But three ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have a directory already with the hundred little Kino frames. You know, that's order crazy. Yeah, just a year of experimentation. It'd be worth it. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, you pay forty bucks for a year and you get a bookcase full of uh, photo books. So. That's, that's that's so pretty cool. cool. Yeah, and at the end you get a coupon that you can give your friend for ten percent off or a free month or whatever. Yeah. Really? Give me it. Them. Go ahead. Have a friend that would love to groove book. Get them one for free. They can use this code Dalzell fourteen. And what right. do you get? Dalzell fourteen. So Dalzell fourteen. Oh, and we'll remember how to spell yeah. Dalzell at the end. Yeah, right. <laughs> do it. Thank you. Wow, this is like a, like a Tupperware party sort of. Well, it says give to as many friends it's as you cool. want. Yeah, a photographer friend turned me on to it. Um, the only the only downside is. Wait, what is the downside, Mark? Well, so as I mentioned. you can't really set the order of the book. You get what you get, and you don't get upset, as my three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the cropping? My daughter's school says to her, um, <laughs> "You it takes the the uh, smallest measurement, yeah, and, and then blast it out. The so it just that's so what you, you get. If you upload a square picture, you'll get you get some box, box uh-huh. in there, if right? You upload, gotcha. Uh, four by sixes, it'll fill the whole frame. Aww. This is super hot. These these guys. How do they make their money? Volume. Okay. And subscription. It's a subscription. Well, yeah, so they're banking on you not you forgetting to send in some pictures right. one month, and they you just keep charging. You well, do it every month. And you know that's how we. The other really nice thing was the first, the second month, or I guess the second or third month that I did it, I completely forgot about it. And about three or four days before the the deadline, they sent me an email saying, "Hey, just to let you know, you haven't uploaded." Uh huh. Well, that's like Columbia say. House. Otherwise, you get a book of one hundred blank pages. Well, no, you just get nothing. <laughs> But, they, but just, at least they remind you. Oh, like, well, oh, don't forget. They have a tech like this. Like, what if you don't send? What, what happens? <laughs> no, they just book. rolls out. But you still pay. You still yeah, pay. Yeah. How do you cancel? Just cancel. Call the guy. Hey, I don't want it anymore. Hey, Groove. I'm gonna say as a, as a full disclaimer, <clears> the other the other downside of these, uh, the, the photographer that turned me on to these has a bunch of them. He must have at least eight or ten already. Um, and the problem he had was if you really flip through them hard, you could crack them out. Yeah, um, like he uses them as coffee table books. The binding comes apart on them. So what he actually did was he drilled two holes mm-hmm. and put a little zip tie. He'll reinforce it. Uh, yeah. I see. So I'm just saying, full disclosure. And who knows how archival it really is. You know, 10 years from now, they might be blank. Yeah, but... Yeah, but um, or at least stuck together. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, they're a great idea you know, for cheap yeah. postcards. Though. Oh, yeah. That's really it's good. a really good idea. Yeah, gig cards, business cards. Yeah, there's, no, there's no other printing service where you get 100 prints for, for three for bucks. Yeah. No. Yeah. Heck no. You it takes about two weeks or so. You can't alter the cover, right? No, they picked the cover. I, it happened I got two of the same, but, oh. the, but my friend has like four or five different covers, but you don't get two. Do they have other products? That's all they do. That's all they do. That's great. Just groove, man. They just groove out, man. They probably have like three or four machines that do the whole thing, and they've just figured out the way to make money with them. That's great. There's there's pictures of the like factory where they're making these, and they're literally they have wooden pallets stacked six feet square, six feet high of groove books. Like they're printing. Tens and tens of thousands a day of these things, I think. But the crazy thing crazy. is, labs were all labs were doing that. Yeah, prior, man. So, exactly. right, yeah. right. Yeah. Remember modern postcard? Yeah. $106? Yeah, it'd be no. beautiful. Yeah. These are printed like on their workout. Well, so, anyway, yeah, group book. Thank you very much I for that report. That's sweet. Yeah. I understand thank, that. Thanks a lot for the gas jerk. No. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that uh, you're going to be leaving us? I, uh, I have to actually go too. We oh, all got to go. Uh, yeah, we all got to go. Put it over that table. So John's leaving us as well. I gotta go. Yeah, I do. I oh, go. Dane's leaving too? Yeah. Wow. Wow, it's the All Ohio Hour. Wow. The Ohio all the time. All you thinking about dropping one of these, Matt? Uh, I already did. A uh, Mr. Chew. I did a fuzzy. You better give me your keys before you hit that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be flying. 
I did the fudgy. It's like a, it's like bad saltwater taffy. A fudgy. And then the refresher's good. It's like fudgy a, the it's whale. Like a, um, lemon. Refreshers. It's like a, it's like a lemon head chew. Mr. Chew. These are all the candies that Nasir sent us. How about this? Banana skids, John. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back right after this quick message. Hey, it's Mike here with John. The Dark Room is a lab on the West Coast. And these days, because, you know, we're all shooting film, but... You know, the big question is, where do I bring my film to get processed? Because mm-hmm. so many local labs have been closing. And even our local CVS, Target stores, Walmarts. It's diminishing. The Darkroom is an option, and they've really stepped up to develop all films. films. 110 film, 126 film, 35 millimeter film, 620 film, 120 film, 4x5 film, 8x10 film. Wow. One uh, stop shopping. Black and white, color print C41, color slide E6. E6. Uh, 122, 2035, 4x5, 8x10. The Darkroom. It's com. They also do testing of awesome films like Lomo, X-Pro, Red Scale, True Black and White, Crossbird, Redbird, oh, Nightbird, oh, hey. uh, Infrared Films. All of us here at the FPP highly recommend you go there. They'll take good care of you. The Darkroom. Dot com. <laughs> Tell them the FPP sent you. Yeah. Hey, everybody. You know, back in 2010, yes, way back in 2010, I started chatting about, like, hey, why doesn't FPP, why don't we make our own 620 spools? Because at the time, back in 2010, it was so difficult to find a 620 spool. And, of course, 620 film is nothing more than 120 film. It's the same film. The only difference is the 120 spool and the 620 spool are different. 620 spools are much thinner, and they fit into the old Kodak brownies, some of the Ansco cameras, and just some of the 1950. 50s, 1960s cameras that quote-unquote took 620 film. There's no reason not to shoot with these cameras. You can get authentic, newly produced, mold-injected 620 spools right in the FPP store, filmphotographystore.com. So you can now roll any of your favorite 120 films right onto a 620 spool. Or if you don't want to roll, you could just buy 620 film right in our store world's largest selection of 620 films and it's growing every day get out those kodak brownies you will be amazed at the amazing images that can be made on those old kodak brownies get out your 620 film 2014 2015 and beyond 620 film thank you much Hey, we're back. Well, you know, we lost half the crew. So it's like half the crew fell off the boat. It's so they much did. quieter now. Fell or pushed. Yeah. Uh, not, uh, in, not in the uh, studio right now is uh, John Fideli. <laughs> Mark Dalzell. Hey. hey. And Dane Johnson. Yo. <laughs> uh, left in the studio is myself, Michael Rosso, Leslie Lazenby, and Matt Mirage. Hey, still here, guys. We're here. We're here. Uh, Hang on. I love, I know, Leslie, you do too. Don't you just love, like, 1970s photography magazines? 50s, 60s, 70s. I like some of the older stuff too. They're detrimental because there's a lot of stuff in those I see I think I have to have. but The great thing about it is... There's everything in these magazines that you're into right now. Exactly. Like, look at this awesome 
ad for SX70. And you just have to go to ebay.com and like type in photography magazines or Peterson's photographic. Mm -hmm. Peterson's one of my favorite. I think I was telling Mike the last lot I bought had Uh, 90. That's that's a Hasselblad ELM. 500 ELM. And the stuff in here like that's defunct, like one-shot E4 processing. Yes. Oh, jeez. Some great stuff about painting. This this man or woman painted on their necks. Oh wow! Oh, you know, school kids used to do that. You yeah, it was paint it was, on a blank piece of film. Yes, a Canon, Canon F F one N. John Neubauer and the Canon F one. Whoa! Look at that! Pa- look at that painting on film. You find some really interesting articles in these magazines, and the magazines are really inexpensive. Very. You could sell, find someone selling like a bunch of them. Yeah, you find whole collections for yeah. fifty bucks, mm-hmm. if that. So just a, a shout out. And, to and they had they had a um, tendency at the time. They kept them for reference, mm-hmm. so it isn't that uncommon to find a collection. Yeah, and they're not like user conditioned. They're just like mm-hmm. open them up once or twice and put them yeah. back in the collection. So anyone out there listening, check out the you know vintage mags. You'll be surprised the great great articles you could pull up. The photo quality and is good the in it. ads themselves are worth the, the purchase price. Yeah. I think was that still when they were running one on one in the back. I always read these from the back forward, one to one. That's where I start. Oh, I got a problem, oh, and then they'll help you out. Right, right, right. Exactly. So it's sort of like here at the FPP. Do you have a letter, Matt? Do you want I, to read? I sure do. This is from Eric Yiskis. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. Yeah, yep. Yeah. He's pronunciation Yis Kiss. Nice. Hey, FPP crew, listening to the podcast motivated me to start shooting large format. I got a Calumet uh, 45N and took some test shots last week on Ilford 400 film. I was successful in developing the taco method in a Patterson tank. And a a, a Mod 54 is now on order. Nice. I've been shooting Delta 100 and Velvet 50 in my RZ67. Great films with a curl like crazy after development. So I must be doing home development on those. Uh, trying to scan them is a wrestling match. I tried several methods to get out the curl with very de- various degrees of fail. That was until last night when I tried ironing them. <laughs> put the oh. Neg- oh, no, no. I put the negatives inside two nested manila envelopes and then hit them with the iron for a few seconds until the paper was quite hot. Then I put them under a heavy book for 15 minutes to cool. Nice and flat. Scanned great. I uh, love the idea of putting 35 mil on 120 backing paper. I'll definitely buy some if you guys make it available in the FPP store. If you need any empty 120 rolls of backing pa- paper, I'll gladly donate 20. Thanks again for all the great podcasts. Eric Yiskis. That's a lot of fun taking 35 millimeter film and putting it on the backing paper mm-hmm. because then you could shoot in any 120 camera and you do actually... Do sprockets, yeah. Do sprockets without worrying about anything. Exactly. You know, it's a little bit of, you know, effort. You have to go into the dark room and actually, you know... Start it at the right place on yeah. the paper. Uh, Put a piece of tape down. Mm-hmm. I think if you've ever re-spooled 620 to 120, though, you're kind of qualified. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny you should mention 620. It's funny you should mention 620. Oh, yeah. what's, new, what's new about 620 there, Leslie? I don't know what's new about it. I can tell you what's old about it. But what's new about it? <laughs> you know, for the last few years, yes. you treasured any 620 take-up spool that you could find. Yes. And if you sent a roll in, you either rewound it on 120. because or cried. You, or cried because they threw it in a bed and threw it away. No longer is that going to be a problem. And Matt's over there with questioning eyebrows. Mike? has the answer. I do. I do have the answer, and I've been talking about this for a very long time, way back, way back in the day. Way back. 
when I um, did a video about mm-hmm. how to respool mm-hmm. 120 film onto 620. Now, you may be asking, well, what is the difference between 120 and 620? And the difference is only the spool. The film is exactly the same, including the numbers on the back of 120 film, which is, of course, roll film for medium format cameras. And back in the day, uh, Kodak, I believe, initiated what's called 620 uh, for their 620 cameras. Interesting side note. Yes. 1932 is when they introduced it. Discontinued in 1995. Right. And this... The second they introduced 620, they no longer made any cameras to take 120. All of their cameras that were medium format. That's so you buy their film. Kodak film. Um, however, 120 format, I'm afraid, won out. And I think there's a lot of these. I have one that's practically new, the Kodak 620 folder. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was their first one. A lot of folks still have you know, uh, They do. Those, yeah. And uh, it's believed that the Kodak uh, Brownie Reflex 20 was the last one. Hmm. So that was in 1966. Right. But that's where our 620, and of course other, other camera manufacturers use the format right. too, but it mm-hmm. was a Kodak intro- introduced size. The classic Brownie 1950s camera is 620 film. Yes. And the great thing about these cameras if you could find them at a flea market or eBay, is that they're very sturdy. Uh, the shutters usually all work just fine. And mm-hmm. in the case, Leslie, before we started recording, you had an old flash, and you just, you know, you cleaned it out, and you put two fresh D, well, C, C oh, batteries right. in them, mm-hmm. put in a bulb, and that, that flash fired away. So a lot of folks are enjoying 620 photography, and the wonderful thing about 620 photography is that you're using these old Bakelite cameras. These cameras give your image a very retro look. Like, hey, if you want it to look like 1950, shoot with a yeah. camera made in 1950 because the lenses just had a certain look to them that gave a very uh, homemade uh, family kind of look to it. Like Mom f- used these, or yeah. Grandma used this, exactly. And I have always been a huge fan of 620 film, so uh, about a year ago, we tried to figure out how to make a spool, and the current FPP spool was a molded spool, which gave us the opportunity to make, you know, I, I, say, I say most likely the world's largest selection of 620 film. So if you don't want to go into the dark room and remove 120 film and put it back to a 620 spool, you could just buy FPP 620 spool in your favorite, whatever your favorite film is, black and white or color or slide film. And then you could take your favorite brownie camera and you could just start like shooting like a maniac. A light bulb went on all over my head the other day. I was in the fridge and I saw the massive amount of uh, Lomography Lomo Chrome Purple film I have. And I said, oh, gosh, what am I going to do with all this? I got a little enthusiastic when that came out and I bought like a boatload. I'm like, what am I going to do with all this film? This is a film, Lomo Purple. It's, it's sort of reminiscent of a infrared film. It really whacks out your colors. on, And it's great in the fall if you're shooting like pumpkins and colorful stuff. So I'm going to take all the Lomo purple I have here at the FPP and I'm going to, and this makes it fun because we're the only people that have it, 620 Lomo purple. No one's doing it 620 and it's the perfect film for your Kodak Brownie for because, kind of cameras. Yeah, yeah. because yes. you know, Lomography is stressing have fun it's going to give you a whacked out kind of look. And most of these cameras, you know, have plasticky lenses or gives you that homey kind of look to your image. The, the camera you have, Leslie, by the way, that's a very unique. Yeah. It's a Duoflex Kodak Duoflex. Duoflex. Which one? What number? Four. It's funny. I have a Duoflex 4, but it doesn't have that. I have a couple of these, and they do not all have 
F, um, they don't all have your f-stop selection but oh that's nice you know you can pick up one of these cameras for nothing literally or people yeah. will give them to you and we work all day matt's calculating his um, uh, depth of field and how much bellows extension, extension. Yeah. and we're working with new films and we're doing this and we're doing that and I, and every once in a while this is just a joy to flip the cover up and i say just look down in the viewfinder find the pretty picture take and push take the, the button picture, yeah. it's <laughs> so Not much thought into using a 620 th- th- there isn't the thought is look for the, the nice picture yeah, yeah. That, that was the whole kodak mantra you press the button we'll do the rest exactly yeah. And, and they, they stayed with that. The instruction manual for this is kind of cool. Is it a one-pager? <laughs> but uh, what Leslie was talking, and she's like, oh, take it away, Mike. FPP is now manufacturing 620 film spools. This is not a 3D printed spool. This is a mold injected plastic. The good stuff. Black this stuff is be- spool. It's, it's a beautiful spool. This is the real deal. It's going to say FPP 620 on it. I thought it was a metal one when I saw it. I did too. Yeah. The only thing I'm sad about is that the other side doesn't say made in the USA. Oh. <laughs> because we're doing it here, right here in the good US of A. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they're real expensive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 620 spools are so gosh darn expensive that these will be made at a, available to you at a much, much more inexpensive price. And will you be selling blank spools yes. as wonderful? Yeah. For those that don't mind doing it yourself. Yeah. Right now, spools, 620 spools are about $5 a spool. And some of them are just like old, beat-up spools. That rusty spools, yeah, know, pull they out. are. Yeah. They pulled them out. You know, and it's really hard to hold on to these because, you know, when you send your film to the lab, how many times do you forget or do they forget to send you your spool back? Mm-hmm. Every other time. Every other time. And then you have to worry. But, you know, like, don't worry. So the first batch that we're selling is the most expensive batch because, it, you know, we have to factor in all the tooling oh, yes. and the mold and everything that went into manufacturing the spool. But if we can get through these, I know that sounds a little crazy to you people out there. You're like, what are you talking about? It's like, right, we can get through these 5,000 spools. Piece of cake. Right? Piece then the next batch is going to be even less expensive. Because all the work has been done, and then it's just a reprint process. Yeah. I would not have pushed the button on this. I would not have greenlit this without me knowing that this was going to work because we've been selling 620 film on the 3D printed. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people love it. I, I used to have that attitude. I, I would see one of these cameras, and I'd flip it open. I'd go, oh, 620. Oh, yeah, 620. Exactly. Yeah. And now we don't have to go, oh, 620 yeah. anymore. And if no, you, not if you like deal. the 3D printed ones, these things are so Oh, much my better. gosh. These are, they're beautiful. Yeah. They look metal. You may want to buy one just to hold. <laughs> you may want to buy it just to put it up on the shelf. Now that film is very readily available on 620, it's easier. But do you mind like going in a dark room or, or film changing bag? I'm thinking you have it down very quickly to Me? swap them out. Or no? No, I don't like doing it. You don't like doing the, it? The, what, the, actually, the way I do it is I take a, a camera, and then I once I get it connected, I wind it through the camera that way. It makes it a little quicker, a little less handling. Oh, it does. Um, yeah, that's good. I never thought about that. You know, that or I have my friend Aaron do it. He, he just sits there and, you know, glazes over with his hands in the changing bag and does it for me. I don't particularly care to do it. I just gave so, Leslie, from the FPP store, yeah. two rolls of uh, Kodak Verachrome Pan, 1990s, always refrigerated. I already tested it. It's really great. And Verachrome Pan, of course, is gone, but people who shot it remember it. They, they sure still do. love it, yeah. yeah. They do. So tell us about the Duoflex, like the history. Like, where did you get this? And oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Does the book it, go this, with it? The book goes with it because... 
It's fun for everyone. Oh, look at that. Oh, I mean, this is a classic, just classic 1950 yeah. instruction manual. This, I can hear the music that goes along <laughs> with it when you look at the, it. it. I still have it in the box. People had a tendency. Things That's weren't awesome. Just, things were not as disposable then. They would shoot their camera, put it back in the box. Yeah. And, of course, the box had holes for the flash bulbs, the yes, batteries, and the flash. And so I just pulled this one out because I knew we were going to did talk Kodak about Did Kodak make that booklet? Yes, this is the instruction manual that came with this. May I see it? You sure I've can. I've never, never seen this one. Well, it's a little bit more detailed because this camera has three Whoa, f-stops to choose guy. from. Now, this was definitely the consumer camera that was like nineteen dollars. I, I don't know. See, this had f-stops. This is a little bit oh, higher up in the line. I've used this camera. It almost has a green gray leather to it rather than the black or the brown yeah it's a little i don't know if the box had the the dollars on it or not i, I doubt it no it doesn't it has the original hang tag in it and oh. it's not marked but um it is probably my super all-time favorite and i talked about this a year or so ago was that ansco flex that the whole cover lifts up and makes the viewfinder was that the ansco flex that the the crank on it is kind of unusual yes because it's it's, it's like a ratchet it's a ratchet that's exactly it. you did good to remember that i do so that that one i really like but couldn't find it amongst my menagerie of bake or bakers bankers boxes but uh, i have used this one too and this is nice double double exposure prevention the whole bit flash works well and that's super bright because it's a non it's not a lens, uh, not a lens. it's just a viewing lens a yeah. pseudo right so it's like it's a tlr you look it's, down into it you look down into it and, and this is a perfect type of viewing lens that someone could shoot a digital you can look through that and shoot a digital exactly yeah. and it's guesstimate focus so you okay. do have to set the focus on this and many of them you do not right so this is a step or two more to this when we're traditionally is there a film in there no, there isn't. Okay. But there will be. Oh, great. Great, mm-hmm. great, great. Yep. So it's, it's exciting, exciting, exciting to see this 620 film. And um, typically our films today, you can buy speeds. Yes. That were close to what was used at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wouldn't want to put a Portra 800 in here no. in 120. That's too much because these were made for basically 100 speed as Mike said speed. even mm-hmm. 50 i believe yes because 80 bright day. uh color was 80 at the time okay. right so so uh, hector 100 would be excellent. oh sure oh, yeah. hector 100 is so perfect yeah, in these mm-hmm. those lenses are going to be a little bit softer and that's a really bright contrasty yep. film and it'll have that kind of that 50s technicolor look to it yep yeah. the Porter 160 Yes. Yeah, 620 is a beautiful stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, your T-Max oh. 100. What, oh, Shvima 64. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Stunning. And like I said, if you don't have a camera, these are nothing yeah. to buy. Yeah. Yeah, because people have been doing what we've been doing for years. They just say, oh, it's 620. What can right. you Right. <laughs> you know. So, so Mike, yes. some... Somebody at home, they're they're bum rushing to the, to the stores to get 620 cameras or to to Aunt Denise's closet uh-huh. to get it. What do they do then? They go to the FPP store, filmphotographystore.com. Right. They can buy 620 film. And yes. And what do you recommend? A a, a roll of fresh and then an extra reel or a couple of reels. I, what what would what would I, you do? Well, if you're if you're a a how to do gal or guy. And you're really on top of it, like you go in the dark room. You may just want to buy the spools because you're like, hey, I'm going to roll my own. Okay, someone that's scared. I think most people are scared because, quite frankly, the only reason I'm not scared is because I do it every day. <laughs> I, I <laughs> like, would, I could do it in yes, my sleep. exactly. And even as often as I do it, sometimes it's a little tricky. Now, before we get to that point, though, if you've just bought this camera, yes. run it through its paces a little bit before you put the film in. Oh, yes. You know, open it up, shoot through it. Um, some of them had to be 
trip, double exposure, but just time it a little. Make sure things aren't Make sure your shutter out. works. Make sure your shutter but, works. But now, but, I, I recommend if you're taking snapshots, especially if you're using the flash on your camera for, like, you know, family shots, Ektar uh-huh. uh, 100 is, like... Amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm getting really big on that again. Yeah, it's really I've been, amazing. Color's been bouncing at me lately too, mm-hmm. and it's just. Uh, we have in the store a very limited amount. Uh, I purchased it purchased it from a former professional photographer. He had like a cooler, you know, like one of those big big freezers. Oh yeah. Of uh, Kodak Ektachrome 64. Ooh. And Tier or regular. Regular. Oh, even better. So it's a beautiful stock. The colors are still beautiful. With your uh, Kodak Brownie or 620 type camera, it really makes some amazing, amazing pictures. Is it? Is it going? It's going. Nice. Look at that loaded. So I recommend the Ektar 100, uh, Ektachrome 64. Buy it while you can. Mm-hmm. And for black and white, I would recommend uh, the uh, T Max 100. Mm-hmm. Or uh, less expensive, less expensive, I believe, is the uh, FP4. Re- no, no, really, really, really popular. The uh, Lomography Earl Grey. Oh, oh yes. I've that in a long time. Yeah. There are so many threads online about it actually is T Max. Yada. What is it? What is it? it doesn't matter what it is. Everyone Just loves it. it. Yeah. Just shoot it. <laughs> is that working? Beautifully. We tested these FPP spools on a bunch of different cameras. To make sure. They hold up. Make sure that it is okay for every camera. Because this is not the metal spool. And if you compare it to the original metal, difference in spools very like a few milliseconds. <laughs> <laughs> not even a millimeter. Yeah. Not even a millimeter. Good. I'm glad it's a great fit there. And that will work. Four feet probably, right? Feet. <laughs> I can tell you. You just keep going. So, Matt, what time did you get up today? <laughs> uh... Uh, it was another, it's another 4 a.m. job, jumping wow, in the car. I mean, car. it's like my thing now. It's like, well, I could, I could spend, I could get a hotel room, or I could just oh grind, save a vacation What's day that? and grind through. Well, we're gonna talk about. She's this. got a little this rangefinder like... on her. It's her little. Is that second wind gone or? Uh, no, I'm I'm doing okay. The sugar is really what's key. I'm I'm scooting. I'm coasting on sugar and uh, Dr Pepper. Okay. <laughs> you want to like after Perfect. we record, go check in, relax a few minutes, and we'll meet. Uh, Come yeah. pick you up for dinner. Yeah. Why don't you um, slide in close? Oh. And hopefully. There's a lot of light in here, though. Yeah, you might not. <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is all manual. Yeah, what do you think of that idea about the Lomo Purple in the 620? I like it because it'll oh. be. It's unique. It'll be retro, like that. The look of that ectochrome. It's going to be even yeah. weirder. Shoot. Than that. Yeah. Wind up to the next frame. No double exposures. Oh, right, so right. Go. Uh, real quick, uh, Leslie was uh, Leslie, no, Leslie was you know uh, fiddle faddling with her Duoflex Four Kodak camera, and Matt and I start talking about. It. He's like, "Hey, Mike, breakfast. did you ever do that Taco Bell breakfast?" Yeah. <laughs> so weird. So what, what do they got? Uh, they got this like. But by the way, they figure out basically the corporate. They figure out how to use the existing machines, existing everything yes. to, to, to make a make... breakfast. And open early because everyone's so greedy that they have to try to like oh well McDonald's has the corner yeah they just they just added so what is it like they just ugh. it's not so re- really had I known there was a Sheets 15 miles up the road I would have just busted oh, through you did the Taco Bell breakfast yeah because I was like oh I don't know if there's I, you know I just hit PA and PA is just the worst four and a half hours of your life. Um, so, so getting through that, but I mean, don't get me wrong, we love Pennsylvania. Uh, it's my favorite. Yeah, state. No, the drive through, yeah, yeah, no. state. I, I, I like stopping. I just don't like stopping when I have to drive through it. And I was almost out of gas, and I was like, oh, can I, you know, can I do it? I, I know there's gonna be construction up ahead. And then I saw this Travel America thing, and they had a 
Uh, and I worked at Taco Bell, so I know all this. Uh, yeah. Was it was it tasty? Uh, was it? Let me ask you. Was it salty? Oh God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this might be um, an interesting tie-in to the six twenty. It's pretty sweet. I'm super excited about it because I love the 620 cameras. So, FPP, we have a, a, an amazing selection of 620 film. And if you look into 620 cameras, I've started, I, I sort of work, uh, work on what I know. Like, I am a huge fan of the Kodak uh, Flashmite 20 camera. This is a small box camera mm-hmm. that has the flash built into it. Mm-hmm. I was given this camera by my Aunt Linda. It was her. She got it in, like, 1961. The Annette Funicello camera. Yep. And, you know, she's like, hey, Mikey, look, I found this camera. Do you want it? Of course. I'm like, of course I want it. <laughs> so I have, you know, it's a family, it's a family camera. So that makes it great. Yeah. And I just love, it puts out, of course, you get 12 square pictures. You know, sometimes people ask, how many pictures do you get? Well, it's not the film. It's the camera. If you know the numbers mm-hmm. on the back of the reeler, like all, mm-hmm. everywhere, every, here, there, everywhere. Some cameras get 12 pictures. Some cameras give you a... Uh, is it nine by uh, six, six by nine. nine? Six by nine centimeter, big, yeah. big negative. You get eight per eight roll. Of those. This, yep. this, and this goes for six twenty as well as one twenty cameras. Yep. And then something like my Mamiya six forty five, which mm-hmm. is a one twenty camera. Yep. I get sixteen. Yep. And, you get and mine's older, so I get. 15. Oh, for real? Yeah, yes, the absolutely. older one's Jipia. Yeah. Wow, that is uh-huh. a Jip. Because they then, stop at 15. And you then can't there's push the 6x7s, which give you yes. 10 right. per roll. Mm-hmm. And then if you're, uh, for some reason, like uh, a view camera, but like to shoot medium format film, there's the Fuji uh, 6x8 <gasps> camera. Yes, I forgot. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're like camera of the future right there big hunky thing yeah yeah uh, but the, yeah with 120 there's so many different formats and they all, they all there's 617 where you get four shots per roll <gasps> for real yeah panoramic you have one beautiful. of those no no i don't yes you do <gasps> pinhole yes four shots on a roll the pinhole camera that you gave me uh-huh. was handmade by somebody uh-huh poland Poland. That takes a roll of film. Yes, one twenty. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why they're great Ouch. because you can you can bracket oh. or you can get four really nice, nicey, nice shots oh. on there. You'll but be in the right mood one of these days, and you'll go, yeah. Well, the great thing about the great thing about Leslie is, <laughs> Leslie is very generous, and she gives me things like things that not just like any old thing, like oh, here's a lint ball. <laughs> she gives me like a quality like like here Michael and I look and it's like polychrome here Michael it's oh, tech pen. here Michael 4x5 Kodak HIE infrared and I'm like oh thank you very much Leslie yeah, pushes it aside but of course I, you know I put it in the fridge I put yeah. it where it belongs yeah but then, like, I don't know, six months, 12 months, 18 months. <laughs> but then one day, it's like a light bulb goes like, ding. I'm like, oh, my God. Look at this. I can't <laughs> believe that. Like, you know, I, I finally got a 4x5 camera. Mm-hmm. And then there's Leslie's Kodak HIE film that you gave me. Uh-huh. So this spring, Leslie gave me a beautiful pinhole camera, mm-hmm. which isn't too far away from me. Always close by. And I always try. I tried to communicate with the guy, but through my computer, through my phone, either one, I could not get the Polish internet site to work. No. So maybe I have. I don't know. I, I doubt it. That's the box it was shipped in. No, I haven't seen this. Whoa. Perhaps you'd consider getting a 620 shot of us. Look this. at that. Ooh, 620. Well, gotta go grab another bulb. I'll be right back. Let me do a. So the, here's uh, tripod. Yeah. Which way is up? 
I'm thinking this is the lens. Uh, no. No, that's the no, see, that's, backing paper. There's that all the film in here. To experiment with. Oh. Here's your lens. Oh, my oh. God. See, it's so wide, it's like anamorphic. What kind of pinhole size think that is? Tiny. Hold on. <laughs> my guess is it's a F328. I'm going to think you're, I think it's smaller than smaller. Uh, 256. Oh, is it, is it 484? Is that why? Is that what that stands for? It might for? be the serial number, I think. Oh. So how do I know what the size is? You just know. No. You just, you know what? You put negative film in there. Yeah, you don't worry about it. And that gives you a lot of leeway. That's crazy. Now hopefully this will. This is really nice. Squeeze together, boys. We'll see. Hopefully. Perfect. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have just a little bit more show, and then we'll be hitting the rickety road. Hey, I just want everyone out there to know that you could write to the Film Photography Podcast, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Right, John? Write? Write a letter. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. If you want to write a letter Mm. and send stuff. Yeah, you can. You can send it to Film Photography Podcast, P.O. Box 152, Butler, New Jersey. That's B-U-T-L-E-R-N-J 07405 USA. P.O. Box 152, Butler, New Jersey, 07405. That's the same address if you want to donate a camera, a film camera that works, or some film to the FPP. Yeah. So send it on in. Send your love, baby. Okay. It's oh, all about yeah. love. Hey, this is Michael Rosso with the Polaroid Minute. I've received many, many emails in the last few months from folks who have the Polaroid Model 800 or the J66. These are the older Polaroid cameras that took the roll-type film. Sadly, no film is available for these cameras. And if you see film available on eBay, it will be old Polaroid film. Since the film has not been made since the 1980s, that film will be dry and you will not get any results from the film. So buyer beware, it will not be worth spending the money to purchase such film. If you want to enjoy the peel type film from Polaroid Photography, I highly recommend getting yourself a Polaroid automatic land camera. And I recommend our own shop because they're all tested by me. And many of the cameras, actually probably more than 90% of the cameras on eBay are not tested, which means they probably have a corroded battery compartment. So, if you want to shoot the peel-type film, look for a Polaroid automatic land camera. Go to YouTube and search Polaroid shutter test, and you will see our video of how to determine if the shutter actually works on these cameras. This way, if you're not buying it from us, you can at least grill the seller as to whether the shutter really works or not. This is the Polaroid Minute. For Film Photography Podcast, I will see you in two weeks. Remember what fun you had when you got your first Polaroid camera? Watching your pictures develop and the fun of sharing those pictures on the spot? Remember that party that didn't take off until you started taking pictures? Those shots of Herbert explaining the gross national product did it. Well, those people are coming back tonight. So go out and get some Polaroid film and get out your camera again. It's right where you left it. Up in the closet. Under the hat. Hey, we're back. Did we forget anything for this particular show? No. I don't think so. How about a letter? Yeah, I got one more letter. letter. All right, this quick quick letter. So this one's from uh, Tia Bendix. I think it's, is that Taya or Tia? Oh. Thea? 
Thea. Thea. Thea Sorry. Bendix. This is Thea Bendix, and um, her Flickr name is um, Canema Studios, C-A-N-E-M-A-H-S-T-U-D-I-O-S. I actually uh, just followed her on Flickr. Her, mess, uh, her message, hey guys, love your show. What show? I've learned so very much more about film photography than I knew since buying my first camera ever, the Pentax K1000 Perfect. in oh. 1982. I still have this camera and will never sell it. I shoot and develop black and white film in my home darkroom and have been collecting cameras for many years. Recently, like I purchased an SX-70 and then bought some Impossible Project film from the FPP shop as, yeah! well, as yes! well as lots of 35 and I'm loving it. Thank you so much for the podcast. And if you look, I actually pulled her up on Flickr. And if she hasn't tried it yet, mm-hmm. the new Impossible black and white is beautiful. Yeah, I had a chance to try that a few months ago at uh, Midwest Photo Exchange. They came they came out and I got to play with some. Even Isn't the color lo- yes. um, has come such a long way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just remember a few years ago I was like, "Oh, it's uh, I don't know if I can use it. I, I don't, you know, I don't want to go with all the work with shielding it. Even the the new stuff, the version 2 black and white, they had it out on beta. Um, you could just let it hit the sun and exactly it, it still look better than the original or you know the first couple of versions it's of it fast too she's got oh, some she's got, she's got some impossible color she's got some really good stuff with the newer oh, impossible beautiful. color films really good stuff a lot of square format uh, a lot of pets and naturey kind of scenes but Whoa. really good really good stuff so thank you very much flicker name canama studio c a n e m a h S-T-U-D-I-O-S. Sweet. Great thing about having a handheld device. I know. Is right like, oh, there she there is. Right there. Follow. Click. And her avatar is a little black kitty cat. Oh, I like that. And uh, Thea, I am now following you on the Flickr. Wow. So easy. And her shots are great. Yeah. Meow. <laughs> Puppy dog. Ooh. Oh, look at that one. Yeah. That looks like a Polaroid shot. Oh, that looks like my little cat moose. And great thing about Flickr is you can click the image, then go to now, info, um, black and white photo. I think I used a K1000 with a reversing ring. Oh. oh. Cool. That's, wh- that's why it's so... Close. Close, yeah. yes. And you can also buy those. Oh, reversing ring is you take your 50 millimeter and flip it. Flip it. Yes, yep. you buy it by your filter size. And then you... That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things, actually, I want to talk about here sometime is how to get close to your subject. Reversing, extension tubes, bellows. Can so. you, is that on the list? Not this time, but uh, I'll... Can I'll you make a, a note so we could talk about it in a future show? I will. Okay. So, folks, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Snail mail, P.O. Box 152, Butler, New Jersey, 07405. Please do contact us, write us. We want to hear from you. Uh, you're such a big, important part of this show. What show? And we're going to see you in two weeks.
Yeah.